This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Nightlight has partnered with Fan Roll Dice by Metallic Dice Games to offer an exclusive discount on one of their gorgeous dice sets that we've fallen in love with because of their satisfying weight and, let's just be honest, sparklies not to mention their impeccably constructed dice accessories. In one word, velvet. Visit fanrolldice.com, that's F-A-N-R-O-L-L-D-I-C-E dot com, and use our discount code NIGHTLIGHT for 10% off any new additions to your dice hoard. A portion of your purchase will come back to us and help support our shows. So go to fanrolldice.com with the discount code NIGHTLIGHT to get 10% off of any additions to your dice hoard. I'm Tanya Thompson, horror writer and creator of Nightlight, a horror podcast featuring creepy tales from Black writers all over the world. All this month, we're featuring a preview of content that our patrons will get as part of their membership to the Nightlight Legion. Earlier this week, you heard a discussion between Eden Royce and myself about Black exploitation and how it was born because Black fans wanted to see themselves as main characters instead of sidekicks and secondary characters. In some ways, things have changed. Get Out was a horror movie with black main characters that was backed by a relatively high-profile production company. But still, we are often absent from the urban legends and creepypastas that spread across the internet, sometimes spilling into real-life news. Where's the black sleep experiment? The black air traffic controller? The black candle cove? Creepypastas are creeping into the television world, too. Take Channel Zero on Shudder, for instance. But we, once again, are being left behind. Not because we aren't interested, or aren't writing, but because we aren't being seen. So we're starting a new series called Black Lore, and our first installment is a reimagined Slenderman story. We hope you enjoy. Shh. Turn that up. Are you serious? Shh. Amanda finally turns up the volume on the television and pipes down. It's a news report about them white girls that killed their friend, I say. Mostly to myself. Amanda doesn't believe in this type of stuff. The girls maintain their innocence, a reporter says, then cuts to a lawyer. We are pleading not guilty by reason of insanity. We believe that the girls were not of sound mind when they stabbed the victim. James Pierce, the girls' attorney, says that voices in their heads compelled these teens to stab their friend 19 times, and that the girls should not be imprisoned, but rather hospitalized. This is Sydney Caldwell reporting live from the Wood County Courthouse. Back to you, Sloan. Amanda turns the TV back down and sits back, crossing her arms and giving me that look I can't stand. I try to ignore her, but we both know I'll crack before she does. She just sits and stares, daring me to say something, yet daring me to say nothing at the same time. Jordan, let it go, she says. Amanda, I... Jordan, seriously... Let. It. Go. I sit back and cross my arms. We both know this isn't going anywhere. She'll tell me that Slender Man isn't real, 
I'll tell her he is and that I can prove it. She'll remind me of what happened last time, and I'll remind her of what happened to Nikki. She'll get pissed that I'm using the dead, and I'll get pissed that she's never been interested in finding the truth. One of us will storm off and slam a door. I'll keep researching, and she'll keep telling me I'm crazy. But this time is different. This time, I know. This time, she'll know. But we say nothing. We've had this fight so many times, our eyes can say all there is to say. Amanda sighs. I sigh. Then I head up to my room and search for James Pierce. Mr. Pierce is a fancy lawyer. Works at a big law firm, the same one who got the man accused of killing Nikki a manslaughter plea with six months of jail time. If Amanda finds out, she's going to be furious. A receptionist answers before the second ring. Pearson Baker, will you allow me to help you after a brief hold? I don't answer because she's going to put me on hold anyway, despite asking in a weird, drawn-out way. But she repeats her line. Pearson Baker, will you allow me to help you after a brief hold? Sure, I say. The hold music starts to play at the same time as Amanda's music, but I can barely hear the smooth jazz over the heavy metal. She's angry this time. She only listens to metal when she's really mad, like wants to punch someone mad. I don't bother trying to yell at her to turn it down. Instead, I retreat to my closet to wait my turn. That's the last time I saw her, Amanda says. Five whole hours since he took me, and she still hasn't stopped crying. Her eyes are so swollen, I'm not entirely sure she can even see properly. As for me, he only allows me to see her. Her. Calling our mom to say she can't find me and that maybe I've run off to investigate this ridiculous legend I've been obsessed with. Her, who's too scared to admit to herself that I'd never leave my phone behind, especially since it could be used to document photographic evidence of the things she doesn't believe exists. The thing whose breath I feel on my neck. The thing with cold, thin fingers it uses to drink my tears. The thing I thought I knew so much about, only to find out I knew nothing. Slender man. Or slender woman. Honestly, slender thing. It's not a man, woman, or human. But it's not not human either. Seven days. That's how long I've been missing. They keep telling Amanda not to lose hope. Our parents tell her they'll find me. She knows it's a lie. She sees the search and rescue team moving on, dwindling in numbers by the day. The search dogs have been replaced with new ones, ones more attuned to the scent of decay. We visited her last night. She pleaded with me to come home, to give up my search. Then Slenderman wrapped one of its long arms around her neck until she woke up gasping for air. She thought it was only a nightmare, until she saw the marks the suckers left on her. Now, she believes. 41 days. Yesterday was my birthday. Amanda tried not to think about me. But then there was a news story about those girls. Guilty, the jury said. They weren't wrong, but they weren't right either. But more importantly, Amanda found my journal yesterday. All of my research. She's working on a plan to save me. She knows dates that add up to prime numbers are important. We visit her every night now. Sometimes, she doubts our existence. Convinces herself it's all in her head, a nightmare, or a hallucination. But we always leave something to keep her believing. It won't be long now. Day 311. Amanda turned 16 without me. 
She spent the day telling me how sorry she was that she didn't believe, that she'd do anything to bring me back, that she swears she will find me. I believe her. It's Halloween, a prime day, 10, 31, 18. That's 59. It's an important day to us. Amanda figured that out. A prime Halloween day. Our first in 2010, hundreds of people went missing after looking for Slender Man. In 2012, they found all their bodies. In 2016, the massacres, including the girls who killed their friend. Slender Man didn't exist before 2009. Amanda learned about the theory of him being written into existence in June of that year, a few months ago. But she still hasn't figured out everything. She doesn't know Jordan is dead. Or that as I cradle her in my sprawling arms, lapping at her tears, she is the reason I exist. She has given us life. Her belief has given us life. And now, she will join Nikki and me, giving others a reason to believe. Remember, if you want to hear more stories from our True Frights or Black Lore series, you'll need to become a member of the Nightlight Legion on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash nightlightpod to join us today. We'll be back next week with another story. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.